0: By the end of the day, we had the entire feast hall sing and take a fucking bath.
1: Welcome to Geeks Without God with Molly Glover, Nick Glover, and Tim Wick. We're geeks, we're geeks,
0: we're geeks without God. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We don't recognize moral authority, we don't accept divine superiority. We're geeks. Geeks without God. This year on Geeks without God, our guest is Mark Tucker, also known as Cold Cuts on Twitch. He's here to talk with us about fighting games like Mortal Kombat and Mortal Kombat. We're geeks. We're geeks, we're geeks without God. we geeks. we geeks, 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 geeks
1: without God. We're geeks. Geeks without God. Welcome to Geeks without God. I'm your host Molly Glover, joined as always by my co-hosts Tim Wick.
0: Hello, I'm a co-host.
1: And Nick Glover.
0: Uh,
2: Fierce punch, low kick. Ooh, topical.
1: (laughs) And we have a guest with us today. Uh, We have a a friend of the show, Mark Tucker, also known as Cold X.
3: It's actually pronounced Cold Cuts, but close enough. Cold Cuts, oh my gosh. (laughs) Saying
1: Cold X like an idiot. Oh my God, all his fans. fans. Molly, you're not the first. I
3: promise you, you're not (laughs) going to be the last. So don't worry about
1: it. Do people call you Mark or Cold Cuts more often? Um, it depends on which crowd I'm around, honestly.
3: I mean, if I'm, if, if I'm around the community, then they call me cold cuts. So, And the
1: community that we're referring to is what Mark is here to talk to us about today, the Minnesota Fighting Games community, which is both an official, I guess, like an official group slash club and also yeah. just kind of a loose. We're going to talk about it loosely, too, about the people who play the games. Mm hmm.
3: So and maybe and maybe get into like a I don't know maybe a finer discussion on how fighting games work because there's a lot of misconceptions about fighting games and how they're actually played and how they work. So I oh, love
2: you, it. you 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 smash the buttons real hard and the faster <laughs> yeah. and harder you go the better you do. I thought no it was strategy, just a uh, just, just, just a just a yeah it was you just sound matching. You sound like
3: a very good like a potential rushdown player. But anyway,
1: <laughs> my God, thank you. Uh, so so let's talk about uh, one of the reasons you said you you were interested in being on the show kind of now is that Street Fighter Six recently came out. Correct. Uh, what are, so that seems like a pretty classic fighting game. What are some other examples, uh, just so our listeners understand, what what kind of games we're talking about here? What ones so, get played at
2: tournaments?
3: So the ones that get played at tournaments are the ones that usually you would find in like an arcades. So we're talking Street Fighter, we're talking Tekken, we're talking Mortal Kombat. Um, if you're on the anime side of things, we're talking like Guilty Gear, BlazBlue. Um, you know, like those kind of 1v1 fighting games, like and especially on the comic book nerd side, um, Marvel versus Capcom. Love, another thing. I love one. that game. Um, Injustice, although it's not current anymore because you know, mm-hmm. nothing else moved on. But you know, it's, it's those one v one fighting games that kind of are either two D where they're locked on a two D fight line, or you know, you'll have a three D fighter. So, you know, so it's 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 a very much an arcade centered, I guess, community of sorts is how I would build it.
1: Very cool. And so this this local uh, MNFGC, Minnesota Mm -hmm. Fighting Games Community, is that do you guys meet uh, with any kind of regularity? And and if so, what do you do when you meet?
3: Yep. So right now we have one weekly tournament that we meet at. It's at the Mall of America at Wisdom Gaming Studios, and that's going to be Run the Mix. Um, Hmm. That is run by a gentleman by the name of Pete, and they run multiple tournaments a night. And they also have just like, it's also just a chance to kind of come out. And, you know, if you want to play a particular fighting game with folks, um, you can bring it out and you can just set it up and play. You don't have to compete if you don't want to. So, you know, if you want to just come out and, you know, play some offline fighting games with folks, you can. So Hmm. that's awesome. Mm hmm.
0: So, yeah, I have a question. Um, do you mm-hmm. play on the consoles themselves? Are you playing with emulators? Uh, you know, does it depend on the game? Arcade machines? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, we play on console. I mean, a lot of fighting games these days, um, getting arcade hardware is impractical for, like, the newer stuff. Um, so a lot of the times we're playing on the home console releases. Like, especially right now for Street Fighter Six, there currently is no arcade version of that. There mm. will be one eventually, but it's going to be a Japanese-only release. Like I highly doubt we're going to see an official US release of that. But um, usually, we're just playing on like either you know the, the community standard you know across the globe is PlayStation Five. But um, depending on the game, we might be on PlayStation Four. Um, second community, which I'm also a big part of, usually like the majority of us are on PC. So it really kind of depends on the game. But there are still some games out there where we'll play on arcade hardware, like especially if you're playing older fighting games. Street Fighter 2 Super Turbo. That's played on arcade hardware whenever possible. Same thing with Street Fighter 3 Third Strike. Um, a lot of those older 2D games are played on original hardware still.
2: I, I saw something recently about uh, I think it was a Street Fighter six tournament, like a larger one where they were they were they're going through the process of standardizing a lot of the hardware for Mm -hmm. even playing ground. Um Mm -hmm. um, whether that's you know controllers, wired controllers, not wireless controllers, and and you know, all PlayStation 5 hardware and they're they're running into some heat or over overheating uh uh issues. Does that does that ring a bell? Do I have that right? It does,
3: yeah. And it's not so much like, well, the thing is that when you run a tournament, traditionally, like, you, we try and run it all on the same console, just so that way there's the same response time and input delay on controllers is the main thing, um, because a lot of the major tournaments are backed by Sony, the big one being Evolution, which was at this start of the month here, they're sponsored by Sony. Pretty much everything at that tournament is run on Sony consoles. The issue that they were having at that tournament from what I was gathering and seeing on Twitter, because unfortunately I wasn't there myself, but um, the connections that people were using because the PlayStation 5 only has one USB port on the front and then another on the back. um, And it's just like, we're talking to standard USB 2.0 port. Um, The console vents its exhaust to the back and you'll have multiple consoles on a single table and it got to the point that it was getting so hot that the backing on those USB ports was just simply coming out. And it was coming oh. out like when people would pull the cable out of the back. Oh, no. <laughs> so, yeah, kind of created a little bit of a problem. But as Damn. far as like hardware and like making sure the game runs smoothly, there's also that for the fact that for the first time ever in Street Fighter history and the other franchises that are making the same adoption, we're starting to see crossplay. So hmm. it doesn't matter what platform you buy the game on if i want to play with someone on pc and i've only got the xbox version of the game well okay let's go meet up let's go do this prior to street fighter 6 you couldn't it it just it didn't exist
1: that's awesome that that's it's so one of the things about crossplay that i think is so cool is as these, you know, consoles get, I mean, really, because the consoles are getting closer and closer to, to gaming rigs, right? Like that's really what's happening is they're just getting better processors in them. And, and it's, it's nice to see that because I feel like uh, one of the things that separates us you know, gamers from each other is that, you know that I can't afford every single console there is. I can't afford that and a nice gaming computer. I mm-hmm. need to kind of pick a, a a stream and and stick with that. I can't afford
2: a twelve hundred dollar GPU,
1: right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you can even find it, right? right. Like- right. If you can even yeah yeah so okay mark Mm uh what is the fighting game that you're best at what's your what's what's cold cut (laughs) i mean Best. i first want to know what's the one that that he's best um, there's well there's two that i would consider my favorites and I dedicate the most
3: time to um one would be tekken i'm very much a i'm more of a 3d guy when it comes to fighting games i do like the depth that tekken provides as a 3d fighter because once you add that third dimension into fighting it It really kind of turns it into like the Bermuda Triangle in terms of depth. Um, Hmm. The other franchise that I really like and I'm hoping to see a comeback now that Microsoft is doing the unthinkable and giving the game a shot of life by giving it a balance update again is Killer Instinct. Oh, wow. Oh,
1: cool. Yeah.
2: I was one, the, one of those one of the yeah, shocking I heard announcements of that game in a about. long time killer yep. instincts if I'm remembering correctly uh in addition to having a whole bunch of kind of like really crazy characters like the direction that Mortal Kombat eventually went mm-hmm. um it was one of the first like kind of realistic 3D fighting games it, the graphics not necessarily the, mm-hmm. the movement and stuff right like everything was kind of hyper it well it was it
3: was for Rare at the time, like, it was one of the projects that Nintendo greenlit after they saw what they could do with Donkey Kong Country, if you remember it, and they, Rare in their history at that point had never made a fighting game before, so they decided to try and make it because it was getting popular because of Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter and the end result was a CGI-based fighter with all the characters using pre-render graphics that were done on Silicon Valley stations, and you get Killer Instinct, which was a non-fighting game developer's idea of a fighting game
1: And it was it. Very
2: cool. Oh, I didn't realize it was so it's it's it is 3D graphics, but they're recorded 3D graphics. Yeah, it's
1: pre rendered. So, it's, pre-rendered. Just, so it it's, it's not an engine. Sh- yeah, it's, it's
2: animated. It's, yeah. yeah, mm-hmm. It's 2D sprites,
3: but they're just like pre rendered. Yeah, cool.
2: That's why it it's the so- same,
3: yeah. same visual technique that Rare used when they made Donkey Kong Countries, where they would huh. pre, it would look like it was 3D, but it was actually sprites. It was just drawn ahead of time. If that makes sense. I
2: didn't realize that. That's super cool.
1: What character mm-hmm. do you usually play in Tekken? Who's your usual main? paul phoenix so, yeah yep. nice. nice if
3: you if you for those who are aware, if you ever look at paul the roster for tekken he's the blonde fighter with the hair that kind of just goes straight up like this
2: <laughs> he's the guile of tekken
3: uh, no no he's he's not the guile of tekken <laughs> no. his play style is completely different oh, <laughs> for, for those of you All who are right, listening so, okay, and so wondering what's what straight uh, up like what's a fighting this game means? that you
1: really don't like playing that you just um, can't stand
3: I wouldn't say I can't stand them. It's just it's something that it doesn't quite click with my brain. And this is no offense, of course, to the anime fighters. Of course, comedy. of course, I love you guys. But like air dashers or like the anime fighters. So we're talking Guilty Gear. Oh um, sure. Melty Blood. Uh,
2: Samurai Showdown.
3: No, actually, Samurai showdown's is different. I love Sam Show. Um, all, right, all
2: right.
3: But we're but like those really high pace, like fast paced, high offense, like just stay in your face rushdown like dragon ball fighters would be another one okay. that i did play for a time because it for me it was closer to marvel versus capcom than it was mm-hmm. to an anime fighter but um it's like I, it, it gets so aggressive and so crazy that it's just i can't wrap my brain around it and i don't know Not sure because sure,
1: they're anime style fights i imagine
3: in a sense, yeah, okay. and just the amount of crazy things and the way that that meta shapes up, and the ways that you can break the rules, so to speak, in that game, it just it it gets really fast and hard to keep up with at times for me.
2: So the the technical aspects of fighting games and the some of the lingo used by the the people who are super into it are are super fascinating to me because like some of it's just terms in other video games that are totally applicable but they matter for super competitive play where Mm -hmm. people are talking about things like Mm hitboxes where Mm -hmm. it's the the box around the different parts of your character that count as being struck when they overlap with an with the corresponding striking part of a box of another character and Mm -hmm. people like go down to the pixel to figure out where the hitboxes are Mm -hmm. to like figure out where they can like it, it you you know i don't know why i'm yeah. explaining can you explain
3: yeah so what we're talking here is the foundation of fighting games and a lot of other games will use this um but what you're referring to is hitbox data um to give the most like i guess kind of webster murriam definition of that as i can um hitbox data is hidden geometric data assigned to character models or sprites that define both where an attack hits and where a character can be hit mm. so what will happen is that like say you know i'm going to throw you know a punch let's say i'm fighting a character you know i'll throw this out and let's say that this is you know, there's this invisible box around that, that shows where
1: around your uh, arm. Yeah.
3: And that's going to show like where it can hit. And then on my body, I'll have other areas marked for like my head, my upper body, my lower body that shows where I can be hit.
1: Like the way that does, I imagine it kind of looks like the, the Chris, the, the, the shields in the old dune, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> geometric shield totally. they wear yeah, like, that's how bit, I yeah. it, right. Yeah. Like on the back end.
3: Yeah, and there's some fighting games out there, like, and this is one of the reasons why I love Killer Instinct, is where you can freely see this information. You can just turn it on, and you can actually see the matrix and see what the game engine is actually looking at. Inside. Oh, that's cool. You know, trying to, in you know, what it's actually paying attention to. And the thing to remember also, and I stress this with folks, and I kind of explain this, is that hitbox data may not always make visual sense with what you see on screen with the characters. So it might look visually like something connected, when according to the hip boxes, it didn't.
1: That's so. kind of frustrating, though. Does, it, is that, does that make it hard for newbies to get into things? It can, in my opinion. And, I,
3: and this is where the community comes in is just, you know, and then why I love being part of Tekken in particular, and also the MNFGC, is that, you know, we're here to help with understanding stuff like that. You know, we're here to help, you know, level folks up. You know, we're here to help, you know, people get better is the ultimate goal, you know. Helping people understand, okay, why did that not work? What is invincibility? What is frame data? Which is the other piece that goes with hitbox data, you know? Um, and to give a brief explanation on that, like you're all familiar with how a cartoon works, where it's the series of still images and how mm-hmm. everything looks like it's moving. Fighting games are bounced around a similar concept of time where we measure things based on frames. And the mm. frames dictate essentially who's going to recover first as well as what's in play at that moment in time
2: is that like oh your your light punch is this many frames
3: yep so is that
2: how it's usually used to measure things
3: yeah like generally for just to give a really quick and dirty explanation on how frame data works generally you have frames like a move will have three different types of frames to it um startup which is before the hit box appears on screen when an attack can actually connect the active frames, which is when that hitbox is on screen, and then the recovery, which is when that character is returning to a neutral state and then can move around and do something new again. And then when a move hits, you'll typically have an advantage on hit, which is if you hit someone and they weren't blocking, or you'll have advantage on block, which is when you hit them, but they were blocking. And those values are going to be different. So you'll have like, say, where it's plus, meaning that you're going to be moving first. You'll have something where it's neutral, where it's at zero. That means you're both going to be able to move at the same time. You'll have something that's minus, where your opponent's going to be able to move first. And then finally, you'll have something that's so minus that they can hit you for free. And then that's something where we call it unsafe. And then if you hit someone while they're in that recovery state, that is considered a punish.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So,
3: you're, huh. so essentially punishing a mistake.
2: Interesting.
1: I love all the terminology. Like, that's it's yeah. cool. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I work with a lot of game designers, obviously. So hearing mm-hmm. some of these terms sometimes is is very cool because they everyone's like, oh, like, it's, you know, you and your friends are just be like, oh, yes. Well, he, you know, he, he it was a punish. And everyone's like, oh, yes, yes, very much. And I'm just like, cool. What? <laughs> uh,
2: the, yeah. the jargon of someone's super specific hobby is always interesting.
1: Yeah. I mm-hmm. So real quick, I just because I want to pull my uh, other co-host here. Uh, Nick, how many how much fighting game experience would you say you have? Like, other, do you play? I mean, I know I know I live with you. So I know you don't really play in, fighting games. In
2: the, in the mid 90s, yeah. like big fighting game boom, I played like you know street fighter tech in Mortal combat okay but mm-hmm. i it's not a genre i seek out if i'm playing a fighting game it is because we stopped at a barcade in seattle sure. and there was a street fighter 2 turbo machine and i was like i've got a quarter let's That's, fucking watch there. how fast i can lose
1: all right tim what about you what what kinds of what kind of fighting a game experience do you have if uh, any i know you you, you know Everyone played games in the. Oh yeah,
0: well, I mean, I was uh, as we discussed on the lap- last episode. I'm old. Uh, I remember when you know Pong was was an exciting thing and and could be played in uh, the local, the local Shaky's Pizza. But uh, I never got into the the fighting games. I think the only fighting game that I that I ever got into at all was Punch Out. Uh, which really isn't the same. Really isn't the same game at all. Uh, the same kind of game as we're talking about. I never got into those side fighters. It just was. Uh, I, I, you know, I didn't understand the strategy to it. You know, to me, it was like, well, if if you mash buttons faster than the computer can mash buttons, because because like you know, I didn't understand frame rate or or, or hit boxes or anything like that. You, you know, and in the sense that I knew they existed. In, you know, maybe not in those terminology, but I knew that clearly there was strategy involved that I didn't fucking understand at
2: all. Um, so it, it's not mine. Uh, I feel like, uh, you know, if you're, if you're playing back then when it was so much of it was arcade based, uh, you know, before like the 16 bit consoles or kind of during that somewhat too. Um, it's, I mean, it's, it costs money to tr- to try, it costs money to learn. And, arcade culture sometimes means that you are a young teen putting in some of the a lot the not a lot of money you have into a machine to play against the computer and learn a fighting game and then another person walks along and puts in their quarter uh-huh. and uh knocks your ass out of the game and you're just done yeah and so i think people that that may have had that experience who are in their you know like late 30s to mid 40s that were playing games around that time period may have had like a different frustration that isn't so much of a factor now because of home consoles.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. The the only two fighting games I played were Marvel versus Capcom and, uh, Mortal Kombat, uh, which I, I I played a lot of Marvel versus Capcom because there was an arcade in the Maplewood mall. And my brother Mm -hmm. and I would get dropped off there routinely to just, you know, go be away from my mother. And she just wanted some peace and quiet in the house. And she'd just be like, Here's $5 each. Go play games. And that's what we would play as Marvel versus Capcom and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game.
2: Though Mm -hmm. I I did have a friend that had a Neo Geo uh, and we played a shit ton of Samurai Showdown. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I liked it because everyone has a different bladed weapon and Mm -hmm. they take a lot of health. Like you you can die pretty quick and pretty easy. Mm Mm-hmm.
3: And the best part I have for you, Nick, there is a new Samurai Showdown out. The series got a reboot. Oh. It is a brand new game. Well, new, relatively speaking. Like it came out in 2019, but it's still very much the old school, as you can get, like everything fucking hurts yeah. fighting game that you know if you want to do big damage and like really short or just to the point combos you play sam show yeah so That's great which is also again another one of my favorite fights
2: it, it's it's there's a there's a there's a guy in that character who in that game who uh who his grab attack is he grabs you and then pulls your head down into his ass and i think he, he parts <laughs> i think i think maybe he maybe um, doesn't. i don't know. I
3: think it might be earthquake i'm not sure yeah that yeah one. earthquake but, yeah, yeah
2: for sure yeah
3: yeah, it's been a while since I played the original Samurai Showdown. So
2: yeah,
1: yeah. The uh so okay, so let's talk about the community here, especially mm-hmm. the 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 hyper local community here in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Uh I know you said you have experience both nationally and internationally with fighting Correct. game communities. Correct. But when it comes to this local one here, uh I think it's 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 you know, for for a lot of people, it can seem like fighting games are going to be really inherently uh dominated by men uh and aggressive. People In general, would you say that your community is welcoming? Would you say that you feel like you you have a diverse group of people or or is it something that you're trying to get more diversity in there?
3: No, we have an absolutely diverse community here. You would actually be surprised the number of uh, not only just, you know, women in the community Um, Mm -hmm. but we also have a lot of LGBT members in the community as well. You know, as far as the FTC that I know locally as well as internationally is one that's welcoming. So long as you're willing to get on the sticks and play and if you're going to shit talk, you know, being able to back up what you're saying, you know, (laughs) that's all we care about, you know, that's great. Just just be who you are, you know, play what you love. That's what we sell. That's what we tell people, you know?
1: That's awesome. Do you feel like there's a, I mean, so you're, I mean, I'm assuming you're an atheist. You're, you're here on the show. You listen to yeah. I, I'm, I'm kind of at a I'm
3: at a weird point on that. I, yeah. There's more that I can talk about, but maybe save it for a later episode to talk about. But um, where I would say is that I grew up Catholic. Um, mm-hmm. I went to a Catholic high school, um, graduated, but I am not practicing Catholic. Okay. So I I have my concerns personally with um, organized religion these days. I find the older I get, so um, okay. But, you know, do I judge people for their beliefs? No, it's 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 not worth the trouble or the time, in my opinion. So, Would you so.
1: say there's a, does it, I mean, would you say that as far as you've seen, like, does it seem like non-believers are very welcome into your fighting game community?
3: Yeah, as I said, we don't care what you believe. Like, the only time you're going to get judged in our community is if you do something that actually earns the judgment. Like, you do something against the law, or you mm-hmm. do something that, you know, you harass someone, or, you know. <laughs> Behavior, yeah, shitty behavior. Exactly, you know, just the one golden rule that we always kind of float around is just don't be an asshole. You know, yeah.
0: Okay, That's uh, awesome. important question: Isn't pulling somebody's still beating heart out of their chest against the mm-hmm. law?
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh it is but that's why you just you don't you don't do it in real life
2: oh oh i you got do it, it. St- okay
3: although I, I appreciate the reference to kano's fatality so
2: <laughs> Tim, they're they're doing that in like the 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 netherland or, or they're doing that in uh a- Shang Tsung's dimension, so yeah. there's definitely doings crime in international waters. That's not illegal there. Yeah. I
3: think it's the moment re- you, and the moment you hit rematch, they're all back to life anyhow. So
2: right,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I this think it's ridiculous that you all think he was referencing uh, not. Temple of
2: Doom. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, well, that, yeah. I mean, the that's, moment he said
3: fair. it, was like, okay, I, this is a reference to Mortal Kombat One, Kano's Fatality, which, incidentally, yeah. was one of the ones that I think got attention back during the '90s when they had that big moral panic about violence yeah. in video games. Oh yeah, yeah, it definitely the was head
1: with the spine. <laughs> yeah, the head with the yeah, spine I'm, was the I'm one that my re- mom yeah. got mad at. I'm about. old, but I'm I'm, I'm
3: not yeah. I'm not that old. I'm old enough <laughs> to remember though because I grew up during that, of course.
1: I'm that old. My mom did not let us play Mortal Kombat. She was very upset about the head with I, the spine. <laughs> I'm honestly shocked
3: I got away with playing it, especially when my dad let me purchase the Game Boy version of the game.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I uh so it's 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 one of the things that it's funny because I I consider myself Uh, a video gamer like I I consider myself a video gamer more than a board gamer which is hilarious because of my job but like that to me is is something I've always considered as a part of my identity but fighting games is such a blind spot for me that that it's it's similar to uh uh, like strategic war games right like in in When it comes to board gaming, like I don't do miniature gaming or war gaming. So it's been really great to hear about this Uh, uh, listeners. uh, So is there like, do you have a website uh, that we can point people to for the MNFGC?
3: Yes, we do. Um, We have a Facebook groups page. That's probably going to be the easiest way to start getting into things for us locally. Um, That is facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash MNFGC. All right. And then we also have a Twitter account, which is, well, for what it's worth, for however long Twitter is going to be around.
1: I believe um, you mean an X account. No, no wait. I'm, I'm sorry. As in that account sorry. no longer exists. Oh.
3: It's Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, but for those who, whatever you, whatever you want to call it, it's still tweeting as far as I'm concerned. It's at MNFGC underscore official.
1: Nice. Do not do not accept any imitators. (laughs) Yes.
3: And we have a Discord as well for those who are, you know, Discord savvy on the links I believe are on the Facebook group as well as on the Twitter page. So that's just go take a peek. So
1: yeah, it sounds like there's lots of great ways for people to connect. And Mm -hmm. honestly, if you're listening to this and you're like, man, I miss playing fighting games, go out and meet some people and play some games. Even if fighting games aren't your thing, if you have been lamenting the lack of connection lately and you want a great place to meet people, it sounds like like uh this is a great you, thing.
2: You can if you're not a person who likes to go out much, it sounds like you could meet people to play games with and then go back to your own home and play them <laughs> yeah. online with other people, which is yeah. you know I guarantee you, if you if
3: you ask for matches in Discord, you will get them. So you get people great. To play with.
1: So all right. Well, thank you, Mark. This has been so awesome, but it's time for us to move on to five questions. Five questions. All right. Now, savvy listeners will know that we actually read Mark's five answers just Mm -hmm. recently because he sent them in during Convergence, Mm -hmm. uh, being in the audience at Convergence. So it's Mm -hmm. time for Mark to ask us five questions. And Mark, you are also, of course, welcome to share your answers to your own questions as well if you want. Uh, Mm -hmm. But you don't have to. It's up to you.
3: No, I've got I I actually took the time. I prepared five questions for you all.
1: Oh, we're so excited. All right. (laughs) All right. hit Hit
3: us up. So now that we're kind of nearing the end here, what did you learn about fighting games and the FGC tonight that is the most interesting to you?
1: hmm I think the most interesting thing to me is that there are multi levels of community like it goes all the it's it's at a state national and international level I wouldn't have expected there to be this much organization uh around the fighting games I would have thought of it to be one of those n- not something that people uh necessarily want to play together so much as you know playing against the computer
2: I uh this this might be a super super precise but i i really dig the explanation for um when hitbox hit and uh attack come co- collide determining who who gets to react or return to neutral fastest and then the the yeah. you know fault and, and punishment yeah. angle of that yeah. i again i'm a sucker for hyper specific hobby jargon and and the technicalities and i i dig that i think that's super neat mm-hmm.
3: Uh, I, I guess. Oh, oh, yeah, go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. I was going to say, Molly, would it shock you if I told you at Evolution, which is our kind of annual like world championship that they hold every year in Las Vegas, there were over 9,000 entrants this year, which is the largest Evolution we have had in that, our history.
1: That does shock me. That's amazing. That's 9, 000, a fantastic. That's not like 9,000
2: attendees. That's 9,000
1: registrants. registrants. Yeah, yep. Yeah.
3: Across all games, 9,000 entrants. fantastic.
2: So, uh, Tim, your answer. Sure, I think
0: uh, just hearing that that there's uh, pretty good diversity, it surprised surprised me a, a little bit in a in a very good way, you know, because mm-hmm. I would have assumed most of the people playing those games looked uh, uh, probably a lot like me so <laughs> less old yeah. say
1: probably. <laughs>
0: <laughs> maybe yes maybe no
1: but they look like you tim because you look so young I do. I do. <laughs>
3: well just come on out to wisdom gaming you'll you'll meet the you'll meet folks real quick anyway um what is your favorite fighting game franchise and who is your favorite character i think nick you kind of touched on this one a little bit already but
2: yeah i mean i'm i'm definitely partial to to earthquake from sam sam show as as you said but uh I I think I forever will have a soft spot for uh, Chun Li and Street Fighter, uh, all of them. Uh, when your when your super dope move is slap the kick button over and over and over until the the crazy kicks go out, mm-hmm. that's a go to. I can never forget. And mm-hmm. and she's got a fireball, and she's got the helicopter kick thing. None of those are super hard to pull off for me. So
1: mm-hmm. yeah, uh, I I don't I don't play them enough to have a favorite game or a favorite uh, character, but I will say anytime I play a fighting game, uh, I pick, I pick the character with the biggest boobs. So I'm <laughs> <and bounce.
2: laughs> a sucker for jiggle physics. I really oh, am. Oh
1: no. I really am. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Tim, what about you? Do you go by boobs? <laughs> I,
0: so I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to say that oh. I haven't noticed uh, the, but, uh, but uh, no, I am. Um, I mean, I guess since I said I have played Punch Out, I guess li- little, little Joe. Little, little Joe, isn't it Little Mac? Little,
3: it? little Mac, little Mac. Little Mac. Little Mac. Little that's I thought. Yeah,
0: yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I, 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 don't have a lot of great answers for this. I apologize.
3: That's okay. <laughs> little Mac's legit. He's yeah. playable in Smash Brothers, like the modern.
2: Yeah, he yeah. is. He's, he is.
3: A, I consider it a valid answer. So. Oh, well, good. I'm glad.
2: Like Smash Brothers to be a fighting game.
3: Oh boy, this is the loaded question here for dun, the dun, <laughs> Um I personally do. I would argue it is a fighting game, but it's really is its own unique genre and its sure. own unique community. Like the Smash community, both locally as well as internationally tends to be separate from the rest of the fighting game community and there's a lot of reasons on that but that can be for like a future podcast
2: yeah yeah i uh i uh i've never been a smash fan but i i loved uh what was it power stone on the dreamcast was power
3: stone was amazing i love
2: yeah super fun
3: yeah, just awesome. make sure just uh, make sure to make sure I was gonna say the old joke is if you want to make a smasher angry, just remind them to shower. <laughs> <laughs> all right, question three. Uh, aside from fighting games, what is your favorite video game of all time? Any console, mm. any era? Mm. Game, single game. Game, single any game, sing, game. Any rhyme. single game. Any
1: single game. Fable 2. Fable 2, okay. Fable 2 is my favorite one. That's the only, I, I, I if I, because I couldn't pick an Animal Crossing. Uh, I, th- I mean, the latest one is really great, but it, it's, I, I Animal Crossing is my favorite line, but I, I think Fable 2 very closely followed by Assassin's Creed 2, which was very, very good.
2: Oh, I'm so torn between two.
1: Jamie, do you have an answer while Nick is torn?
2: Sure.
0: Um, and it's, it, it's a weird one. Uh, but I don't know. It, it, it's Dragon's Lair. Um, because oh, it was yeah. such
3: uh, I love Dragon cuz
0: it was such a fucking cool video game that was so different from any other any other video game that uh that I'd played um and yeah you could figure out the whole game once 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 you knew the moves in every in every level you could you could get through and you could win the game but uh pretty easily but uh, it just it was cool it was it mm-hmm. was uh it was it was a
2: storytelling game i loved it
3: Yep, and I, of uh, it also features the art of the legendary Don Bluth as well. It so, does, yeah, yeah.
2: The the creator of that game recently uh, uh, had some had some shit to say about uh, labor for video games that was not flattering for him. It's um, oh, uh, Too bad. My favorite video game of all time is uh, Final Fantasy three in the United States or six in Japan.
3: Hmm. My man, we're on the same level. <laughs> uh, yeah,
2: I, I get music stuck in my head from that game still to this day like mm. gogo's theme on loop or the velt or any of that like all the time
3: yep and of course you know that ever famous moment of sabins suplexing the train uh you can <laughs> you can pick up a
2: ghost train and, and slam it, it onto the ground
3: and if you That's play right. your cards right you can one shot it off that so <laughs> <Damn>.
2: <laughs> all
3: right question four all right. If you could talk to fighting game developers directly, what is one suggestion you would give them to make fighting games more accessible or appealing to new players or mm. to inexperienced, you know, folk to maybe get into the genre a little easier?
2: I would love it if there was a less fast paced option for more calculated play that wasn't so sweaty in Twitch. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh but but uh, at the same time, you know, I, I realize like that's kind of the that's kind of the like the the skill, right? to some degree. so I I think that uh, conversely, being able to do super cool and impressive looking shit with less effort is also is also pretty pretty great, maybe mm-hmm. uh more Damn. decapitations. Everything.
0: Just just more, more over, decapitation. More decapitation. <laughs> just overall. Uh All lots right. of decapitations.
1: Molly? Uh hold on. Oh, I, I, sorry. I didn't that. hear the rest of Tim's. More decapitation. Why?
0: Just just because that's better.
3: <laughs> oh, that's
1: <yeah. laughs> better. All right. I thought you had like a
0: real rational explanation. Oh, I do. No, like, I, I just, don't. I guess, it's a but I guess, like I guess my head? real my real answer is, um, is some sort of training mode where you can see and, 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 and sort of understand the, the concept of the hit boxes and the frame rate. So you can mm. actually start mm-hmm. to understand the strategy and get better on your own uh, would be
2: would be great. I think a lot of fighting games have like a practice mode where you can see your button combinations on the screen even yep. as you go, which is is handy. I played with that a lot as a uh, kid.
1: I think I would suggest that they hire some cultural sensitivity reviewers because I feel like a lot of fighting games bring diversity in through their characters, but they do it in a very token organizing way unfortunately why not really they're not really talking to people from the cultures or the things that they're trying to reflect which mm-hmm. you know it, it's it's people love seeing themselves on screen and people would love to see themselves on screen beating the shit out of another character so like you know <laughs> if they actually if they they're they, they did that work to bring in those people pay those people you know to to have someone even have someone on staff i think i think that would go a long way you know, we want to see people fighting who aren't just, you know, oh, this guy's an Asian who's amazing at martial arts. And this guy's a big white guy. He's got many muscles. You know, just like bring us some different are you, things.
2: I try to say that. Dalsum isn't a culturally sensitive character.
1: <laughs> I don't even know who that is, but I'm just going to just going to take a guess and say no. <laughs> Very no. Nice. Big big yeah. time
2: no. Yeah.
3: Molly, well, I think we I I might have to sit down and just show you like the roster for Street Fighter 6 after the show's over here. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
1: Question 5. All right.
3: Since we kind of touched on this a little bit, and because fight arcades are predominantly where Fighting Games and the Fighting Game God's birth, do you have any favorite memories of arcades growing up, or do you have a specific arcade that you remember fondly?
1: Hmm.
2: I think the the place I spent the most time playing video games was the skate land uh skate rink in like Maple Grove. Uh close to to where i went to middle school uh and uh i would i would you know oh yeah there's a skate night that night for my school or whatever and i would go and i'd get skates and then i would promptly go straight to the video game machines uh and play arcade games uh with the money i was given and uh we I, we played a lot of the simpsons for a player oh yeah and a lot of the the ninja Great turtles games. turtles through time mm-hmm. for a player
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh those those two uh, I, I have fond memories of playing at that arcade specifically.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I So in the early aughts, my brother, who is just a little bit younger than I, uh, my brother and I spent a lot of time going to GameWorks because mm-hmm. uh, there was one when I moved to Chicago there was one in Chicago and there was one in Minneapolis uh, so we we could you know have we, I I just always had a card there was a horse racing game oh, yeah. uh, where you were a horse uh, breeder and racer that you sat at a big huge like it was like there'd be 10 other people all racing their horses you got a little card with your horse on it had all the deets so you could trade with people if you wanted and it, and you could stud those horses and and breed them for better horses I was so into it and we would also you know play a
2: binder of horse cards i
1: did i did and we would also we'd also go you know we'd we'd play all the other games at gameworks and we'd get you know drunk and just you know be dumb adults young adults but it was super fun and dave and busters is not the same it just gameworks was this like shimmering brigadoon to me at the time and i'm sure it's because i was young you know but it it was it was great we were Mm -hmm. in our early 20s we had a blast Mm -hmm. Uh, I, I I know I, I did say the Maplewood Mall when I was a kid, but that, that arcade was so sad. <laughs> Tim, what about you?
0: I don't remember the name of the arcade. It was in the Harmar Mall in Rosedale or Rosedale yeah. in uh, in in the Twin Cities. For those of you who are not from around here, uh, it was in the corner. It was it was where I spent uh, the bulk of my summers uh, in my youth. That's that's where I first played played dragon's lair it's where i first played uh, moon patrol patrol which was another arcade Mm -hmm. game that i that i really got got into um pretty much every arcade game that i that i would get into was went through there uh at the time so that that's kind of my my formative memory of of playing arcade games
1: Mm -hmm. that's awesome thank you mark this has just been fantastic uh so if do you do you do twitch streaming or anything like that yeah so I'm, kind of, I'm not
3: the most consistent uh streamer in the world right now but you can follow me um i am on twitch at twitch.tv slash k zero ldx that's zero like the number uh twitter i'm also on the same handle uh k zero ld at k zero ldx um so and again for however long you know the platform's a lie. Right,
1: right. Aren't we all?
3: Aren't we all? Because this Guy
2: invites. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thank you so
1: much for being on the show. Uh, they, we have been Geeks Without God. You can find us here every Tuesday. We try to be as consistent as possible. If you are a Patreon supporter, then you are going to listen to this early. How early? That's for God to know and you to find out. <laughs>
2: And there is no God. So and there just is the last no one. Gods, so, so only you yes, will find what, out.
1: It <laughs> got really dark. Uh anyway, we really appreciate everybody. And if you have some cool fighting game experience or some things to say about this, please let us know on the Facebook post for this. Uh, we really appreciate each and every one of our listeners. And we will hope to see you next week, Tuesday. Blarg, I can speak. Bye, everybody. Bye.
0: Bye. <laughs> Finish him! We're
1: geeks, we're
0: geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We don't recognize
1: moral authority. We don't accept divine superiority. We're geeks, geeks without God. Need more Geeks Without God? Go to our website, read our blog posts, find us on Facebook, or follow us on Twitter at Geeks Without God. Social media! We're geeks. We're geeks. We're geeks without God. We're geeks. We're geeks. we without God. We're geeks. Geeks without God.
0: You do all the speaking and the talking.